Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Have you heard? We are so dang excited about the launch of this podcast that we're giving away two $50 Amazon gift cards. Entering is easy peasy lemon squeezy. Just screenshot this episode, share on social, and tag me. If you could also include a line or two about your favorite takeaways, I would love to hear what resonated with you the most. Winners will be announced in Gather and Growth episode four, so be sure to tune in. Hi, friends. Good morning. Okay, maybe it's not actually morning where you are, but for me, my kids just left for daycare. It is raining and it is just a lovely, lovely July morning. On today's show, I want to talk about. Something that is definitely one of my pain points, something I'm growing through, something I've become very acutely aware of over the last year or so. And just based on the conversations I have on social media, I have a feeling that this is going to resonate with a lot of people listening. Today, I want to talk about why we procrastinate, or maybe I can't even generalize of we, but why I procrastinate. And some of the things that have been helping me be aware of my habits and mindset around procrastination and, gosh, hopefully overcome this thing that I have struggled with for a very, very long time. This is a very timely topic for me. We are about a week away from podcast launch, and I am just now recording this episode. In fact, I have many episodes recorded for after this episode, but this has been a topic that I haven't even known how to uh, to approach in the best way because it is something that I've struggled with for a really long time. So I am not coming to you with this as any kind of expert. I think I do need to find an expert to bring on the show about this, but I am going to bring you my research, some things that I'm starting to understand about myself, and again, some of those tips and tricks that maybe will be helpful to you if you can relate. So, so often we, I'm going to use the general term of we, but people procrastinate the most on things that they find to be hard or boring or particularly stressful. For me, I'm an Enneagram 3. That means that I'm an achiever. Side note, if you don't know your Enneagram, highly recommend starting with the book, The Road Back to You. Understanding my Enneagram has truly been a game changer, especially in relationship with this topic. So I'm an Enneagram 3. I am an achiever. I am very goal-oriented. I have absolutely no problem dreaming big dreams. I have an amazing amount of audacity to chase them. But I get majorly caught up in the trap of procrastination or even on like a day-to-day basis, what I need to do to get me closer to the things that I'm working on, even if it's something that I'm really excited about. And actually, 
especially if it's something that I'm really excited about. And looking back, I've always been this way. Facebook memories has a lovely, lovely way of showing me just how many Facebook statuses I made in high school and college about procrastinating. If you want to hurt your own feelings, just go back through your Facebook memories on a daily basis. I cannot even tell you the number of times over the past year that I've been scrolling back through that, you know, to see cute pictures of my kids or memories from studying abroad. And it's like, I think I should major in procrastination as I'm like a sophomore in college, like putting off some huge assignment until the very last minute. Even when I was a teacher, and I might add, I was a good teacher, but when things felt particularly overwhelming or daunting, I would put them off until the last minute. Same thing when I was working at the Y. But what comes with being a professional procrastinator is that mindset of working well under pressure and things working out relatively successfully, which thus perpetuates the cycle. However, it's become painfully clear over the past year of being an entrepreneur how deeply rooted this habit is for me and how much I really need to work on this mindset not only to achieve my goals, but also save my sanity along the way and truthfully, you know, save the sanity of the people around me. Perfect example of this. And I can't believe I'm actually going to share this with you. So last December, I was approached by Trailblazer Magazine, which is an incredible publication for rural women. And they came to me asking me to write an article for their business column about my experience as an entrepreneur. Now, being in Trailblazer Magazine is something that I had looked at like, gosh, someday I hope that I'm cool enough to be in Trailblazer Magazine. Like it was like hashtag goals. And so the fact that they reached out to me, a relatively brand new entrepreneur, and asked me to write something for their business column was like, hello, the biggest imposter syndrome I think I've ever experienced Obviously, an incredible honor. I was so excited. The issue was set to release in March. My deadline was in January. No big deal. I had like over a month to write the article. I had a clear picture of what I was going to talk about. Um, You know, we had some really good conversation um, between the magazine and I about what they wanted and what they saw um, as parts of my experience that would be valuable for their readers. But because I was so excited and a little bit intimidated by the opportunity, I was paralyzed by fear. I was so scared that it wouldn't turn out good enough or it wouldn't meet my expectations of what I thought it could be. I didn't know how to write it to make it sound good enough for like this dream magazine. So I kept pushing it off and I kept pushing it off. And because I knew how important it was, it it just became increasingly more stressful. It was always in the back of my mind, no matter what I was doing, but it seemed like I could never, quote unquote, find the time to do it. And the truth is, I wrote that article, it was either the day before it was due or the day of, which is like so embarrassing. And I wish that I was lying. Now, don't get me wrong. It turned out good. Gosh, I got so much encouraging feedback from other new entrepreneurs who related with the message. You know, I shared about five things I had learned through this period of, you know, the messy middle after you've taken the leap into entrepreneurship and then 
all of a sudden you're just stuck trying to figure it all out. But I know that had I just gotten something down on paper earlier, I could have had time to send it to some more people I trust for feedback. I could have really refined my message. I know that it could have been more elevated than it was. And this is not an isolated incident. It seems like the more anxiety I have around something, the better I want it to be. And the more I procrastinate, which is insane because it basically sends me into a multiple month spiral of stressing about doing the thing. When in reality, when I actually sit down to do it, it's not even that bad. And I instantly feel better. With that being said, I am aware that I need to change my habits and mindset around this more than ever before, as I said, or I'm just going to keep driving myself crazy forever. So here are a few things I have been doing to help identify why I'm procrastinating and take action on the things, especially when they feel overwhelming. So the first thing that, I mean, all of this is going to be like the most simple advice, but I really believe that sometimes we hear the things we're meant to at the exact moment we're supposed to. So the first thing that I know does me a lot of favors is breaking it into smaller tasks. I was actually recently reading an article on the Washington Post about procrastination where they referenced a book by Joseph R. Ferrari. I'm hoping I say that correctly. And in the book, Ferrari explains this concept as such. So all procrastinators see is the whole forest. They become so overwhelmed by how big the forest or project is that they are paralyzed into inactivity. Hello, that's me. So what he says is cut down one tree at a time. And if one tree feels like too much, then cut down three branches or one branch or like, gosh, even a twig on a branch. Because once you've gotten started and making a little bit of progress on a task, there's a good chance that you're going to keep going. And this can be particularly helpful to procrastinators who are indecisive. I know for me, if I am struggling to figure out which decision is best, I know that that is perfectionism showing up. So it's better if I just split it up into manageable parts and take some sort of action because that level of momentum helps bring the clarity I need to actually bring the project to life. When I put too much pressure on myself to perform perfectly on a big, daunting project, I know that that is going to be my stopping point and I'm going to keep pushing it off. So one thing I've tried to be so much more intentional about is, okay, what are the baby steps that I need to take to get the ball rolling to bring this project to life? Okay, that leads perfectly, I feel like it's ironic that I said perfectly, into my next point. Progress over perfection. Now, this is something I can ascribe to so easily when it comes to health goals. I talk about this all the time in the You Do You 82 Habit Challenge. No one is ever expecting us to be perfect. And small, consistent action is the most impactful way to get closer to our goals. I'm really good at understanding that in terms of of fitness or in terms of nutrition or other habits that I'm trying to build, but somehow I just really struggle to apply this to work. I know that there's a quote out there like, how you do one thing is how you do everything, and I just cannot relate to that because I can so wholeheartedly embrace progress over perfection in some elements of my life, but when it comes to goals that I'm working on professionally, I just really struggle to apply the same mindset. 
But I know that done is better than perfect. And honestly, once it's done, it's way easier to go back and make edits. Once I've at least gotten something on paper, I can go back and make tweaks. I can refine it and at least come to it with the relief that something is out there. And it's not just taking up space in the back of my mind waiting for me to do something. Another thing that's been really helpful is being aware of what I like to call noble distractions. I get really caught up here. Obviously, we all know that like laying on the couch or whatever isn't as productive as the thing we need to be doing. And that's just an example. There's nothing wrong with laying on the couch. You know what I mean, though. But there are so many ways that I can be justifiably busy in a given day that aren't actually what I need to do. Chris Bailey's book, Hyperfocus, talks about this a lot. Things like refreshing email all day long or doing research on a topic or scrolling social media because I need to engage, something like that. Those are things that can feel really productive in the moment. Like, oh yeah, I did that. That's totally part of my job. I definitely needed to make that happen. But they don't actually get me closer to that thing that's taking up so much space in my mind. In Hyperfocus, uh, they talk about we allow ourselves to get interrupted approximately every 40 seconds while working, which is crazy. And that's obviously interruptions coming our way, like text messages or, you know, if you're in a work environment with other people, you know, people coming into your office, etc. But even just while we're clicking away, being like, oh, I need to check that email or, oh, I wonder what the weather is going to be like, or just little things might surprise yourself every 40 seconds. That sounds way too often, but it's so true. So I have to remind myself, is what I'm doing right now actually what I need to be working on? Or am I looking for a distraction that feels productive? Overall, the biggest thing that's been helping me up until this point is even just understanding why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. What are my triggers? What behaviors do I default to that leads to procrastination? For example, when I feel like something is impossibly hard and maybe I feel inadequate in what it's asking me to do, like I don't have the right um, knowledge or skill set, or when I just know I want it to be perfect and I don't know where to start, that is typically going to be my trigger point for putting something off until the very last minute. First thing I typically do when something feels hard, open Instagram. I'm sure that you have something like that. Like, what's your default when you're like, "Mm, this feels hard. Uh, I'm just going to do something else instead. So not saying awareness has solved all my problems, but it's at least helped me catch myself in the moment and start doing the work to unpack why and take the steps to make it better. And honestly, sometimes what I actually need to do is physically step away, go on a run to think through what I'm about to do so I can sit back with a clear mind. Sometimes I just need to get it all out on paper and allow myself to not get caught up in what I think it should sound like or what the wording should be. I just need to give myself freedom to jot down notes and then come back to it later. And sometimes I need to check myself and just bring me back to the reality that the walls are not going to crumble if I don't do it perfectly. Again, No one is expecting you to be perfect at anything. We are all humans out here trying our best. And the truth is, 
we are wildly more capable than we give ourselves credit for. So much of this perceived need for perfection or default to procrastinate is really falling back on our mindset and the confidence that we have in tackling the task. So sometimes just reminding myself, like, I can do this and I am ready for this and I am capable of making this happen. From there, obviously, you know, I love a good book. I love podcasts. I love finding different, you know, accounts on social media that are sharing information that's relevant to me or helpful. So finding these types of resources and mentors to work through those mindset pieces that are keeping me stuck. Okay, last tip, ask for help. This has been so hard for me up until this point. And it's taken a couple different forms over the past year. So for one, I am currently participating in a mastermind. It's actually part of the reason I went ahead and created masterminds for rural women. It's because it has been so eye-opening for me and uncovering, you know, why I get stuck in these types of patterns. And every time I find myself getting caught in something like that, the women in my group are able to totally call me out and hold me accountable to the things I say I want to do. And when I know that I'm going to our next meeting, I want to be able to have the things done that I said that I was going to do because I care so much about not letting them down. And maybe there's a complex in that and like people pleasing, but just knowing that, you know, we're going to sit around the table and give our updates on what we've been doing, what we've been working on. And if in the last meeting I said that I was going to write an article, for example, I want to be able to come back and say, yeah, I finished the article. And if anyone, you know, wants to give it a glance over, I would love to send it your way. Like just having a deadline, especially as an entrepreneur, where basically everything is on my own timeline, having that level of accountability has been so helpful. It's also given me space to talk through these tendencies in a way that I've never had before in a totally judgment-free zone where normally I feel a lot of shame around this. Like I don't like this part of myself. I'm coming to terms with understanding why it happens and how to get around it, but I don't feel good about the fact that I procrastinate or that I struggle with, you know, not meeting my own expectations. So even just having the space to talk through it and uncover why in a space that feels safe has been so, so helpful. Okay. Another thing that I have come to realize is that I cannot do everything alone and I have become very aware of the things that I need help with. So I'm one heck of a dreamer, like I said, but laying out a timeline and laying out the tasks of nitty gritty details, like not my spiritual gifting. So I've certainly gotten better in this department. Like organization is something that I have by default had to develop my skill set in, but hiring for help on things like producing the podcast has been a godsend. Because again, having someone to talk through those things with, to give me deadlines, to support me in the things that are not my natural tendencies, 10 out of 10, highly recommend. I also have set up some weekly check-ins with some other girls that I'm connected to that are hosting retreats this year. We all realized at the same time we were in the process of, you know, being in the beginning stages of hosting a retreat and kind of figuring out what that even means. And so we just decided to meet weekly to talk through where we were at and again, hold each other accountable, being able to set my intentions for the following week and know that I am going to be, you know, sharing my progress at the end of the week has been super helpful. 
Okay, so maybe you're not an entrepreneur, but is there someone at work that you can meet with weekly or biweekly to check in on your projects? Is there an area of your life that you could hire out? 10 out of 10, highly recommend getting a housekeeper, especially if you're the type of person that procrastinates on those types of tasks. Such a game changer. Or even could you start an accountability message thread? You know, if you're putting off goals like uh, moving your body or things like that, like could you find other people in community who are working towards similar goals and, you know, start a group message or a Facebook group to hold each other accountable through that? Highly recommend. So as always, I'm not coming to you as an expert in anything. I am here to share my real life experience, my personal growth journey, and a few things that I've learned along the way. My forever hope is that maybe you can relate and that something I said is a tiny bit helpful in your own journey. A huge area of growth for me is not only being aware of things like this, but giving myself compassion, understanding where it comes from and what things that I can do to set myself up for success, finding tools to just give me less headaches along the way and truly grow through the process. In case no one has told you today, you are enough exactly as you are, procrastination, habits, and all. You are wildly capable of every dream that has been laid on your heart for a reason and so, so much more. And something I am forever reminding myself, you can do hard things. Bringing this podcast to life has literally been a dream come true, but it's not the only thing I've been working on this summer. My website is finally live. There you can find information about Masterminds, You Do You 82, my upcoming retreat, how to book me as a speaker, and of course, the show notes for today's episode. Check it out at emilyrushell.com, E-M-I-L-Y-R-E-U-S-C-H-E-L.com. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushell over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.